Hey, welcome to number 83. Let's get it going. Let the good times roll. Man, I think after I put out the next couple that I have already planned, that I've already recorded, I think I'll be like 14 or 13 away from 100 episodes. Dude, we are going to throw such a massive party for 100. Never thought I'd get to 100 episodes. So crazy, but so much fun. I've made so many friends. It's unreal. I'm sponsored by a brewery, so I get free beer. That's a win in my book, man. That is a win. Oh, man, uh, it has just been such an honor to be a part of the Atlanta rock scene and to keep it going. I mean, I hope we make it to 500 episodes. I hope we make it to 1,000 episodes because this shit is so much fun for me. It's just I, I keep getting told. It's why I hired an executive producer to remind me that this is a business and not just me sitting down like uh, talking music with like-minded people or talking acting with like-minded people. I just treat it like a conversation and sometimes forget that I actually got to put this shit out, which is always fun, and I'm so glad you listened to it. Thank you so much. And I got Sash the Bash on the podcast today. And Ben David Al is in Sash the Bash now along with Gas Hound and Buzzards of Fuzz, both of those scooped podcast veterans. Sash, I've known for quite a while. We've never had a ton of one-on-one together, but uh, I've known her for quite a while. You know, Ben was one of the first people I met in the Atlanta rock scene, uh, the Buzzards of Fuzz, Van, and uh, Ben. But Sash, I met at Starbar when I emceed the first Fuzz stock, and she was awesome, and I've been wanting to have her on. I've been wanting to talk to her more, and I'm so glad I did. She's such an awesome person. This was quite a great episode. We went over a lot of stuff. They got some really big announcements that's going on with Sash the Bash, and I get exclusive access that you have to wait for. So much fun, and accents are always so hot to me. Sash is from England, man. Those accents get me every time. I tried an accent. It's not as good as hers, but you know, a great episode. Everything that goes on the episode will be in the description. So you know what? Let's get number 83 going. Sash the Bash, my special guest. Step into my world. I'm psyched. Let's go. Now you're turning into the Scope Right up on that dick shape. Get up on it. Jump, jump, jump around. Jump, jump, jump around. I love that song. There, there are a few songs that you can listen to that I think that as many times as you hear them, it never gets old. It's the same like level of excitement every time you listen to it. Jump, you know, by House of Pain. Yeah, is one of those songs for me. One of those. Another one. Aerosmith, dude looks like a lady. Every time that song comes on, I'm just like, woo, yeah. Every time. Always level of excitement. Or uh, anything from Dookie by Green Day, uh, that album. Anything. When I Come Around comes on, I'm jumping. I'm jumping. All right, y'all get a little more comfortable. Y'all look tense right now. Do I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's because I've been clutching my fists. Okay, but then I got to get I got to get well, the English woman's got to use her loud voice because, you know, having uh, an accent, it's like you're naturally a low talker to Americans. Okay, sorry. I didn't make myself acceptable for you Americans. I said, damn Americans. Yes, Americans. <laughs> so if no one knows, Sash is from Birmingham, England. Yes. Well, I say Birmingham. Birmingham? Yeah. <laughs> they don't pronounce the word. It's just Bimium. Where are you in, from? Bimium. I'm Birmingham. sorry, say that again. Bimium. Well, I I'm, I give up. Never mind. Yeah. You're from England. That's cool. The you it's the home it of. Mispronounce it. Exactly. No, it says the home of Ozzy Osbourne is and it? Black Sabbath. Is that the home of Ozzy? Mm hmm. Have you ever seen Ozzy? I have not. Ozzy was supposed to come through earlier this year in Atlanta. Mm. He had to reschedule his tour dates, but he was going to bring Megadeth with him. I know, wasn't Dave sick or something? I think. Dave Elfson of Megadeth? No, no uh, Mustaine. Oh, d- uh, yeah, um, there's there's a couple of Daves yeah. in the band. <laughs> yeah, 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 stroke cancer. Yeah, yeah. 
But Ozzy had Ozzy had to cancel or reschedule him for his own personal stuff. The throat cancer came later. But I interviewed Dave Elfson of Megadeth uh, a few weeks ago. So where y'all are sitting, I've had right actually in your chair. I've had uh, Def Leppard. I've had sit there. I've had the Cars. Rico Kasich had um, Shine Down. Skillet, so. Says so, so some good juju on this chair. Some good juju, you know. Don't so, don't wash yeah. those jeans after you leave. <laughs> wow, yeah. So we we just went to Blue Moon. We just spent an hour and a half 30. at Blue. Are we gonna spend the whole time talking over each other, Ben? <laughs> we've we've done one of those before. <laughs> we've done that before, you know. No one heard that one. <laughs> we just spent an hour and a half at Blue Moon, and that was a podcast episode in and of itself. Yeah, I thought you were secretly recording, or is that going to come out later? It's, it's going to be in, uh, you know, the the bloopers, you know, part of the, <laughs> the pod, you know, the unreleased version. Because <laughs> <laughs> we did a tequila shot, and I hate shots, especially tequila, because tequila makes my clothes fall off, and I get all all dirty He's and naughty. He's actually naked right now. Oh yeah, yeah. just you know, it's hanging brain everywhere. <laughs> And it's surprising how comfortable they are with it. Like, no one's batting an I eye. I mean, he looks really good, y'all. I guess That's I'm just great. that unappealing naked because no one's acting like being naked right now is a big deal. They're just looking at me like, all right, this is, you know, it's the host. He's just sitting here naked. It helps when you're well hung, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I just, you know. Don't worry. They just pops it on the table. validation. I got you. <laughs> Everybody needs validation. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody likes to be validated. Damn right. I certainly do. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> For the most part. But, um, yes, you're looking good. You're looking good, sir. Thank you. Yes, I used to be much more in shape. <laughs> you know, when I was in my early 20s, I was a competitive power lifter. I was 9% body fat. Wow. I had washboard abs. It was perfect. And now I'm a... I'm a I'm a sham of my former self. <laughs> Best I ever got to you is uh, 27.5%. <laughs> That's a joke, right? That is a joke. <laughs> I don't know anything about body fat. Sorry. It's a bad joke. That was a bad joke. We'll, we'll it was almost as bad that. as the printers you were telling me about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you never know if you have a ginger fluid printer or not. You need to check. You know, is it acting up? Oh, is it on its period? It must be a woman. <laughs> it's 2019, man. If the ink is running on your printer, you don't know. <laughs> oh, man. All right, this is devolved. <laughs> it's gone downhill fast. So, uh, yeah. Ben Davidow, of course, from the Buzzers of Fuzz, Veterans of the Scope Podcast, one of the first guests we ever had on, uh, Gas Hound, and now is playing with Sash the Bash. That's right. <laughs> and it's always good to have you on, Ben. It's always good to be on here. Dude, you were literally like the third guest I ever had back in 2017, man. This is pretty incredible. And now we're on like, I guess you're like episode 85. Yes, I believe so. I don't know. Are we 85 or 86? One of the 80s. One of the mid 80s. I think between like 84 and 86. Wow. I haven't looked. So it's it's like crazy where it's come, man, because we started this thing back in, uh, I started it back in, like May of 2017, and I was just trying to dive into um, a scene that wasn't being tapped in, you know? I mean, no one was covering it at that time. People were playing the music, but no one was having bands in to get to talk to them, right? You were the first guy to really give anyone a chance, but you are also hunting for people, you know? I mean, in the best sense of the word, you're you're looking for bands to, to uh, interview and to illuminate the scene. See, people call yeah. it an interview. I, I just call it having a conversation, like, you know, with friends or people yeah. that are going to become my friends. Yeah, I think that's how it should be, right? And really Sash, I met old Sash here. Uh, less of the old, thanks. <laughs> you what? That's <laughs> it, less of the old. No, no, I mean, I mean, I mean uh, old, like, O-L-E. No, like, I, you know, know what I mean. Sad, no. She's 28 years old. Yeah, She's olay. young. <laughs> ole, 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 ole. <laughs> Ole, 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 ole. So it was uh, like the first. Army. Uh, the, army. Thank you. I think I'm working. Being around all these bands is giving me some kind of music inclination. Yeah. You know, I'm learning. I think I'm going to start a band tomorrow now. Yeah. So I met Sash at the first Fuzz Stock that there ever was. And uh, well, when was the first one? 2018? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was at Star Bar. Mm-hmm. And love Star Bar. Love Anita uh, and all that over yeah. there. 
She's my girl. Oh, no, man, she, Anita's the best. I wouldn't want to piss her off ever in my life. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be on her bad side. No. But uh, I love Star Bar, and so I met Sash there, and she did a little performance. She did, a, like, a song or two with Buzzards that mm-hmm. night. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, some cool pictures from that night, too. That was a fun night. Yeah. I don't remember too much of it after a certain <laughs> point, but I remember Sash, like, you were some, like, you were you you were dolled up for your shows. Yes, yeah. I like you know I like to perform. I like to get dressed up. It's but, like it's part of it, you know. In, in my opinion, can I can I tell you something that is totally meant as a compliment, one hundred percent. This is this is a one hundred percent compliment. Phrase right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we got uh, worried. <laughs> I, it's fun. I am totally a sans makeup guy. Yeah. You are extremely beautiful. Even with like without oh. the makeup, like, like I, oh, I, I, I prefer you now, like looks wise, to the makeup. I, I know it's part of the. I know uh, actually, you're not the first person that said that, so, but thank you. I I, I, you that. know how I mean that. You know yes. how I'm coming across. Like, oh, I mean, I, I mean, that's, that's a compliment. Uh, I'm going from I six to midnight, real quick. Compliment. I'm <laughs> sweating. He's naked. <laughs> yeah, this is a naked truth. I'm about to flip this table <laughs> it's over. A naked truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's awesome. So, uh, Sash, when did you move to Atlanta? Um, I moved here in 2013. See, the way she says things, it's just so cool with that accent. <laughs> 2013. When an American says it, it's like, 2013. No one pays attention. But when, so, when someone hears an English woman say, 2013, they go from six to midnight like that. <laughs> <laughs> is that what time it is? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it might feel that way. I mean, it feels like two in the morning to me. But it does. That's daily, you know. Cats. <laughs> Cats. Do you trust them? Do I trust cats? No. Hell no. Are you kidding me? No, they want to take over the world. They're a bunch of feisty motherfuckers. They are. (laughs) Indeed. I had a cat one time that, like, every time, like, when I was growing up, my family, we had a cat. And uh, it just, like, looked at you like it was going to, like, kill you in your sleep. They do. It looked at you like, when you go to sleep, you're done. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. Oh, man, if they were like five or ten times their size or even twice their size, they would kill you. <laughs> and then That's I had this true. one cat that jumped on everything. Everything. <laughs> Banisters, walls, everything. And it's just like, I don't trust them. I like dogs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like cats. I like a good kitten. I'm allergic to cats, too, That's so terrible. there's a problem there. <laughs> I don't think I'm allergic to anything. I am lactose intolerant, but. Okay. I'm part of the LI community, Ben. We're a proud people. We're, we're scoffed at. We're looked at like, you know, we're is there, not. Is there a club, a special club? There is LI? a club. We know each other. We hang <laughs> out. We all eat non-dairy meals together. You must have met my wife before. <laughs> we, all, we all know the special. The club. Is your, wife of, of, uh, is your wife of the LI community? She is, yeah. She suffers from the diseases. Yeah, she's probably gonna like beat me up later. Like, why are you spreading all my personal business? <laughs> she was probably at one of our meetings. You know, yeah. our our, our uh, get-togethers, confidential yeah. meetings. <laughs> it's like we all wear hoods and all that. We're afraid of being exposed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's kind of like uh, not. I don't want to say the clan, but <laughs> it's strange that you're afraid of being exposed in your own meetings, but you're exposed right now fully. <laughs> The Scope Podcast is all about honesty. It's all about 100% laying it on the table. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, he's definitely laid it on the table. Is that another penis reference? (laughs) That is a dick joke. (laughs) If the moon were made of cheese, would you eat it? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on what kind of cheese. I, I mean... Let's go with a nice cheddar. To have moon cheese, first off, yes. Just because it's... Made from the moon, but then secondly, it better be at least like passable. Yeah, but do you I'm think a big cheese fan? So, so yeah. do you think if the moon were made of cheese, like a planet would go by because, like you know, they would cut it up and sell it here and uh, on Earth? Oh damn! Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or would I mean, they just let it be the magical moon of cheese? Well, if it was like camembert or something, yeah, it might. What melt. did you just say? <laughs> camembert. What the fuck is that? This type of French brie. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> the French, like, are the English, they're not cool with the French, are they? We don't like the French, um, do we? I, I, lo- I personally love French. Those French but bastards. There is, there is there is a, you know, <laughs> French don't t- tend to like English people a lot. I found when I was over there. Really? When when I, I went on tour with the band, they thought I was 
uh, from New Zealand because I was with a bunch of New Zealanders. And uh, so they liked me. And then when they found I was <laughs> found out I was English, they were like, yeah. English. And it was really surprising because they were super cool with me till they found out. Did you play music when you moved to Atlanta? Yes. Yeah. And how well, did not you- at first, but um, yeah, I actually, well, it's a crazy story. I actually had this uh, spinal injury hmm. um, where I was living in Los Angeles before and I uh, had this condition called stenosis and I had to have like surgery on my neck. So I had to have spinal fusion and I was in hospital for a month and I couldn't move the right side of my body or anything. So I actually moved out to Atlanta to be, I have aunts here to take care of me basically. So. so how did you get involved in the Atlanta rock scene? Well, I'm, I'm, uh, moved out here. I'm like, you know, with that injury, I met my, I have a little boy. I met, um, his dad while I was here. So that's why I ended up staying. Uh, so originally I wanted to move back to Los Angeles. I had a band out there and, um, but then I was like, well, this is happening. So, you know, I want to keep my music going. So I looked to start it out here basically. Mm-hmm. But it took me it took me a minute because you know first I was disabled then I was pregnant <laughs> so it took a minute but then I kind of infiltrated the scene a bit. So you're you you know very well both the Atlanta rock scene and the LA rock scene. Yeah, very well. What's the difference between the two? Um, I would say uh, LA there's, there's it's a lot bigger you know so the scene's still pretty small. But there's Here a in lot Atlanta? More, no, oh, um, in LA. In, even in LA. Like, I mean, it's bigger in general than Atlanta, but it's still kind of small. The rock scene in general is small. But um, there's a lot more competition out there. I, d- I don't think it's quite, there's quite as many rock bands out here mm. or as many venues even out here than there is in LA. So that's the main difference, I would say. But the thing about the Atlanta rock scene is just how much camaraderie there is. Yeah. I would I say think- in LA it's more competition style. Yeah, I would say that too. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are in bands in LA that, you know, we're all cool with each other, but there is a lot of competition because everyone wants to play and, you know, there's only so many places you can play. And um, But Atlanta's been really good to me. So it's, I mean, I, I did well in LA, but I've done a lot better out here. So. Flashback Flash moved to uh, LA. It did, yeah. yeah. And then Casey just left, I think, or is planning on leaving. He left L.A.? No, left the band to do he, his own thing. Yeah, that's. I've actually been talking to him. He has an, a new project. I wish I knew the name of it. I would yeah, gladly give him a name drop. Um, we're hoping to see him when we go back out to L.A. in the desert in a short while from now, the end of September. Um, he's going to help me uh, grab a guitar, which will be... So you don't have to pay the luggage fees. Much needed, <laughs> yeah, for me to get out there. Um, but I've been talking to him. I, I really miss him. He's such a say. great person, an amazing player. Um, yeah. Casey, I love you, buddy. Oh, Casey's great. He <laughs> flew back from L.A. to see family, but also for he flew back from my uh, birthday concert. I know. I was so, I just was like so remiss that mm-hmm. I couldn't be there for the concert, and I really wanted to see him and just, like, be with the fam. Because we are, like, a fam here. Like, for me, like, I know all the bands here. Y'all know y'all have known each other for a long time, and I came into the scene two years ago, but the way that we've all integrated together, it's like we're just such a family. Yeah, we came up together, you know, yeah. so we should hang. We should we should chill sometime. <laughs> chill. <laughs> I, got a, I got an apartment full of... Rich mahogany and books of bound leather. And, uh, my uh, my keyboard player will play for us. I have an in-house keyboard player. I don't. I have a 24-hour concierge desk, but that's for the whole apartment, not just for me. Yeah. I think you know you've made it when you have a personal chef. Like, I mean, how cool must that be to have a personal chef? I would chef? love to have a personal wow. chef. That would be yeah. rad. But then here's the, here's, the, here's the thing about having a personal chef. You got to tell them what to go buy. You got to come up with a grocery list yourself. You think so? No way, man. They got to be presenting you with the options, I think. Because if you have money for a personal chef, you give him a credit card and you say, go get whatever you feel like what we need. I think they should give you a list of like, this is what we're going to make. And then you make those decisions. But do you talk to him previously about what your dietary needs are, what you like to eat usually? Yeah, if you're on restrictions. Yeah. 
Definitely. I don't know. For me, though, I would just rather cook my own meals. I really like cooking. I enjoy I it. I love cooking. Oh, I love cooking. <laughs> I love to cook. But every now and then, like sash. a couple meals a week, I would love to like wake up in the morning and there's an omelet with some fresh fruit on it, you know, and maybe a cup of oatmeal. To my wife's credit, I wake up to at least like some sort of a breakfast every morning, and it's literally See, he's, what's he's got saves it made me. With all, well, with eat my wifey. dick, man. You know? <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, it's out right now. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my brother, I got to make my brother's coffee in the morning. I live with my brother. We have a condo oh, yeah. together. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he sleeps in. And I'll I'll take it's a coffee nice. into his room and I'd be like nice yeah well I live by myself and well my son's with me half the week but yeah I have to make all my own food so it's usually like microwave dinner so. <laughs> what do you, what do you make the what do you make the kid in the morning what's he eating well, he loves he loves corn dogs I mean it's, or waffles I make him like waffles pancakes and waffles yeah or corn dogs how's your and waffle fruit. game how's your waffle game it's not bad I mean it's getting better yeah. <laughs> Does he like anything special on the waffles? He just likes maple syrup. Do you have like a leg up on your eggos? Yeah, he likes the, the Paw Patrol eggos. Nice. <laughs> now, you know, I, what did I this? read? <laughs> what did I read here? Hold on. Uno momento, Sash. This applies to you. Oh, so obviously he's not started school yet, or he's in he kindergarten? He just started kindergarten. Ah, well. When, and this is going to be even worse by the time he gets to like middle school. Yeah. Right now, parents will, a, a new study says that parents will spend over $500 on back to school shopping. Yeah, I mean, well, it was 100 bucks for this year just for kindergarten. A kindergarten? Ridiculous. Yes. 100 bucks. And that doesn't include like his, you know, clothes and stuff like that. That was just supplies. But I mean, like now I, I know like middle school and especially high school and yeah. high school, like teachers are teaching off iPads now. Like kids have the MacBooks, yeah. they have the iPads. When we were growing up, uh, like what was your back to school shopping? A couple of pencils, maybe a couple of yeah. pens, some notebooks, and maybe well, hardly a, anything. Maybe you sprung for the decent math calculator. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, when we were kids, if you got like this new cool backpack for back to school, you were like the most excited person in the world. Like you, <laughs> like your reputation was built on what yeah, your backpack was. Yes, man. Mm-hmm. The, rich, the rich kids had like the TI 83 calculators <laughs> where you could play Tetris. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just had like the basic like addition, subtraction, multiplication, like $3 calculator and all yeah, that. You're spelling too. like hello upside down. Boobies. <laughs> and boobs. Yeah. Boobies. That was like the most fun I've ever had with a calculator yeah. here to this day. Yeah. I had like two outfits for uh, that my mom would buy me for back to school, and uh, I'd have to mix and match, you know. <laughs> like now, kids, it's like like I said, five hundred dollars for back to school. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. You say, what well, I mean, what's a hundred dollars for? Like, you know, that was including clothes, right? Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, just supplies, and, and that wasn't including his backpack and lunchbox and all that. Stuff. That was just school supplies. Yeah, just stuff that they were like, he needs this for school. Oh man, I didn't even yeah, think about crazy. lunchbox. You're blowing my mind. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, why I don't have a kid. Lunchbox, new backpack. <laughs> man, I uh, what uh, what do they do in kindergarten now? I used to take naps. Who knows? I mean, I think they still take naps, but yeah, yeah. It's expensive. They're taking naps Having and a kid, taking names. Yeah, having a kid is expensive, definitely. <laughs> he, so I'm sure he's a smart kid, though. He's very smart, yeah. 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 He, he loves dominoes and snakes. That's his thing. Building domino towers, watching endless dominoes YouTube videos. Like Apparently it's a thing these days that kids like to watch other kids playing games as well. Yes. Yeah. People watch weird. on YouTube. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. He loves that. There's a, there's a six-year-old on YouTube, Chinese, like, I think it was seven. Ryan. Seven. Yeah. That's, yeah. They made like $16 him. million dollars exactly. last year. Exactly. He's like a yeah. multimillionaire. I'm like, we're in the wrong business, Ben. We need to be making kids' <laughs> videos. Look, I will play with dominoes. <laughs> like, if your kid loves video, like, you know, uh, there was a 16-year-old that won the Fortnite World Championships, and he took home $3 million from playing a video game. Wow. Like, that's crazy. I, when, I, when I was growing up playing video games, it's just what you did, like either when you were yeah. high in college or like <laughs> as a kid. But I never knew you'd make money off of it. So I tell people all the time, if you got a kid that plays video games, you get him yeah. a tutor. You get him good at that. I mean, I don't play him anymore. I used to as a kid. I, I went from like old school, like my brother had one of the first, like the Commodore. 
And then we had the Atari and then the Sega. The Commodore? What's the Commodore? Commodore? You don't know? Uh, it's yeah. a bit. It's because I'm older than you guys. I'm giving away my age now. But <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That was the OG because my brother's like 10 years older than me. Wow. So he had like, yeah, the <clears throat> Commodore. And... No, actually, i never heard of that. No? The Commodore. You, just, you have to press like two buttons on like a keypad, you know. like. Was this the, an English thing, the Commodore? I don't know if maybe it's English. I don't know, but yeah. yeah you know what? I'm really cool. missing having my assistant here right now. You know why? <laughs> because <research>. No, no, no. <laughs> oh. Because I'll look at him and be like, <laughs> and he always gets me a cup of coffee. Man, I'm missing him right now. <laughs> Where's My, he at? Michael is at work. He oh. works at a, a bar in Lawrenceville oh, okay. sometimes. Oh, so if, if we do earlier episodes, he's always here. But, you know, the, the late night, he can't be here. <laughs> Didn't we say I was going to do the whole podcast in this voice right here? Yes. Still old, Rigo. See, I'm you putting did. on a voice. I'm even English. And I'm on a, You're an English like. person doing an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like super, super <laughs> great. I was trying to put on my Beatles accent, but it didn't quite work out. Ben, yeah. when did you hook up uh, with Sash the Bash? He hasn't hooked up with <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say, <laughs> I'm just. Wow, I started playing for the band. This just got intense. <laughs> Uh, I started playing about well, a year you know, and a half ago. What's your phrase? I'm yeah. oh, sorry, in- interrupting. Carry on. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> all right, who's talking? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows at this point? No, I started uh, about a year and a half ago. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how did you uh, meet him or ask him to come on? So actually, um, I played a show with the Buzzers to Fuzz. I don't remember when it was. It was like 529. Was, um, was that with Lindsay? Maybe. Yes, yeah. it was. It was actually before they expanded. Yeah, and um, so I was originally a two-piece. Um, oh, and that was a uh, cool show. Yeah, so I became friends with them, and then they asked me uh, just out of the blue to guest on the EP to sing like a, a cover song called Like a Drug, uh, from which is actually a Desert Sessions, which, you know, in full circle here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I um, well... People won't know what we're talking about, but we'll we'll catch you, catch you up later. But so yeah, I sang with them on this desert sessions, and uh, and then I asked. Uh, well, I wasn't. <laughs> sorry, I'm stumbling on my words. <laughs> on the cover of the desert sessions, and then I asked Ben if he would be interested in playing with me because I wanted to expand my band from a two piece to like a full band, mm. basically. Okay. And I thought he was rad person and player. And, well, he's an amazing guitar player. Yeah, and a great person. So even better person. Wow, you all yeah. are really sweet. No, Ben is such so, like if you see Ben play, whether it's in Buzzards of Fuzz or Gas Hound or Sash the Bash, like you close your eyes when you when you play, and you have so much passion. It's something I fell in love with you for. Like the first time I saw it. <laughs> like you get lost in playing. Really into it. Yeah, yeah. it's so like, addicting it's to awesome. see. Wow, that's awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. in rehearsals, he's like that. Like, yeah. he's not just like that on stage, which is cool. Like, he's he's like that even when we're, we're just doing regular band practice. He's, like, bopping around, getting yeah. into it, which is just rad, you know? Which it's, is, it's cool. Yeah. It's a major source of my energy for the day. You know, I'm pretty, like, calm, chill person. That's sort of the way that I tap into things. So Your voice is going to yeah. go up. You gotta, get, you gotta get up on See, He's like talking problem. like this. Yeah. Get up I'm not it. playing guitar right now. So I'm, I'm well, apparently you choked someone out, so I'm, I'm, I'm scared of you now at this point. Yeah, I've only choked out one person, but I'd choke him out again if I had to. Would you choke me out, Ben? Never, unless he <laughs> wanted it. Like he wanted I mean, it. I mean, yeah, maybe, yeah, like maybe I'm it. a little freaky like that. <laughs> I you know? forgot that we told everyone that you're naked right now. This is getting a little more intense. Yeah. But I like it. Out, you know, while I'm naked, it'd be great. Yeah. Well, you know. So we were talking about uh, at the bar. We were talking about 2020 and a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. in 2020. I mean, a lot of stuff coming up right now. Yeah. But uh, a lot going on in the next few months. What do y'all have going on? I know y'all have a few surprises to drop here. <laughs> wow. Well, we do have some very exciting things to drop. See, now now I'm there. I got my voice back up. Yeah. Um, one of the... Should we drop the biggest thing? 
I'm like, which biggest thing are we talking about here? This is a lot of great stuff. Yes. So, um, uh, you know. Wait, my, wait, wait. Is this live or normal? Uh, live, I think, right? I don't know. Hello. Hello, Poppet. <laughs> my name's Jackson. <laughs> Your name's Jackson? My name is Jackson. <laughs> Poppet. Where does Poppet come from? I don't know. I think that's an English term. I think it is. I am the god, the creator of the Scout podcast, and uh, <laughs> I put clothes on solely for this video. Other than this, yeah. I'm naked the whole time. Because we couldn't broadcast. No, otherwise. no, we're very clean yeah. people like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, only the vicinity of the room can be naked. I mean, everyone <laughs> only else is naked. Only the naked truth. We're all naked. I am. You just can't see me, right? Oh, bad. My eyes are naked right now. <laughs> oh, shit. No glasses. <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> He's so much uglier without the glasses. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Hello. Hello. Well, are we on Facebook hide or Instagram right I'm now? doing an Instagram live thing oh, right Instagram now. Instagram live is everything. Facebook's dying. Instagram is where it's at right now. Instagram and the <laughs> yeah. Twitter. The Twitter. Twitter. Hello, Nick. How you doing, baby? Nick Woodson? Nick. It's my mom. Actually, you know, it ties into what we're talking about because Nick is in my video in Joshua Tree. Jo I've always wanted to go to Joshua Tree. Always. She sent us a little kissy. Hey, kissy. Uh -huh. That was for me, wasn't Neg. it? It was for you. Yeah, it was all for yeah, you. How you doing, baby? <laughs> I miss me some Neg. It's been a long time. It's been too long. <laughs> My eyes are naked, apparently, right now. Next is hi. So we're doing a, a little live feed for this podcast that we're doing. Scope podcast. Scoped. With the D. And Nick wants to be in the video, so Nick wants don't, to join us. Yes, don't forget the D on scoop. Forget, forget the D. Scoop. Scoop. Sorry, scoop. It's all about the D. <laughs> That's what she That's said. That's what she said. Ah, oh, hey, you. baby. Hey, hey Nick. Uh, this is Nick. Oh, she's at 29 Palms. Look at that. Oh, wow. She's just trying Hello, to Hello, how are you? I love your hat. Thanks. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. What are you doing? We're, doing, uh, a we're doing a live podcast. You're actually on it right now. You're on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's my podcast. It's my podcast. I wish you were here. I wish yeah. I was there too. I know. I know. <laughs> we all wish we were there. Oh, yeah. yeah, you too. Yeah, you too. <laughs> well, we better get back to it, but I love you, baby. I love your hat. I know. I want to steal the hat. Were well, you still my line, Ben? <laughs> I love her hat. It's my <laughs> No, I love it more. <laughs> Nay. We're going to see you soon. See you very oh, soon. Yeah, Ow, I just spilled yeah. coffee on my knee. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. Oh, that's mean. Uh, she said that on me. I was just repeating it. She's mean. Should <laughs> 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 I get for being nice? <laughs> Love you. Love you. Bye bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> bye Neg. My dad just texted me and he goes. Oh, <laughs> oh it's on me now. Hang on. Right. Let me get back on you. There we go. All right. So my dad just texted me and he goes, You cooking tonight? He's been obsessed with that for like the past like few months. He'll text me like every night and be like, What are you cooking tonight? And I'll be like, I don't want to cook tonight. I'm, we're, going, we're going out to dinner. Why are you going out to dinner? You don't want to cook? <laughs> you spending too much money? Why are you spending all that money? And my dad, goddamn it, man, I just want to go out and buy some food. I just want to get some wings and some some French fries. He's like, but you could you could be making food at home for so much cheaper. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'll Never come been. and cook for you, baby. Yeah, baby. Be How nice. you doing? Offering to cook for everyone tonight. A little. Yeah, uh, well, that's one. That's kind of my thing. It's actually surprising that I little uh, that much little filet mignon and some wine. Yeah. All right. So y'all have announcements to make. Uh, right we before, do. right before shall I went to get my. Shall I end the live broadcast so we can keep it? Oh, we want it to be a surprise. We want it to be a surprise. So you're gonna have to watch. When when is it gonna air? Yeah. Uh, this will be out Friday. So check in Friday, and then you'll find out the surprise. Boom. The full podcast. The scoped podcast. Scoped podcast. Bye bye. <laughs> Oh, you're filming me filming. Yeah, I'm filming you live, <laughs> filming you. We're like, like in the off. Matrix right now. So my friend Destiny says, hey, from you. She says she knows you. Destiny! Oh, how are you, sweetie? It's so good to see you. Oh, my gosh, I've missed you. Why am I doing the English accent right now? <laughs> I don't know why. He's English. Hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get another picture together soon. We do. Definitely. Yeah. And I look good right now. I'm sorry, but I do. My hair is on point right now. 
I uh, bought this new charcoal uh, face cleanser for my face, and it's really doing wonders, <laughs> I think. It's making this 30-year-old feel 22 again. <laughs> Looks like a baby. I'm a little baby. <laughs> it's a baby. All right. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> bye. All right. That was fun. <laughs> it was. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the announcement. Yes, Ben. You, you can go ahead. Oh, okay. You have so, the floor, Benjamin. Here's We have lots of killer things going on that we're very excited about. But the biggest thing is that one year ago, we got to go out to Joshua Tree and record this awesome music video. And I got to see one of my uh, favorite studios in the country. Um, where some of my heroes work and my heroes have also recorded albums. And now at the end of September, we get to go there and record uh, with, yeah, with some people that I'm honestly like freaked out, excited to um, be learning from and just for the experience of. Uh, So we'll be going out to Rancho de la Luna, which is where Queens of the Stone Age recorded, among many other people. Um, Iggy Pop recorded his last album there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dave Ketching has officially confirmed to uh, sign on to the project. So from Eagles of Death Metal and Queens and all sorts of different stuff. Um, so, yeah, I could not be and happier at this moment. Might be involved that we can't announce it yet, but it would be pretty huge. What was the process of this, like, getting this together? Um, so basically, this has been, like, years in the making. Like, it's been a long time coming. I, I first um, met the Queens of the Stone Age in 2003, and I gave them a demo of one of my first bands. Uh, this was in England. My band was called The Mobsters at the time, and I gave them, like, this demo that I recorded. And basically, um, it was Nick Oliveri. He, he was like, I really like this music and I want to work with you. And um, But then, you know, he and it was around the time, like, just before you left the Queens, and then that didn't work out because of just circumstances, and then the band broke up, and then I was in Australia and then in L.A., and, and I played with a band called Spindrift for a while. So it's just been, like, years of me knowing them and, and us talking about doing this, but it never actually coming to fruition. So finally, it's like I've got the right band and it's the right time and and it's all lining up, like everything's lining up perfectly for us to go out there and record and and do this. So Can't be yeah. cheap. <laughs> I, no. I mean, they're, 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 they're hooking us up. Yeah, you know, of course, but, yeah. But we still have to pay for it. You know, they, they've, got, they've got to get paid, like, mm. you know, as everybody does. You know, you have to pay your bills, you've got to pay your rent, you've got to eat. So, you know, that even though they're helping us out, like, um, it's still going to cost a lot to do this. Hence why we've launched the Indiegogo campaign, yeah. because I am a single mom, you know, like, you know, paying rent and, you know, st- starving artists, as they say, struggling artists. So it's hard to get the, those extra funds. So I thought, well, I'm not just going to beg for money. So I thought we could launch a, a campaign so that people can pre-order the album, like buy merch or, you know, if they want to just give us money, then please just throw money at us. You know, we, we would love or that. Or we'll but. come to your house and, and play shows and going back to the cooking thing. Uh, yeah, actually, that was one of the and... perks that we offered in the campaign was that Ben would grill because I'm a terrible cook, so I would not inflict that on anyone. But Ben <laughs> is going to Ben is gonna grill for, like, you know, like the higher tier ones. And we've actually had a couple of, People get that so far, so wow, yeah, it's great. We're like uh, we're like halfway to our goal. Ben, are you going to be in a kiss me apron wearing nothing but a thong? Yes. It's like yeah, that was That's part of the deal. It was <laughs> either that or a sequin diaper, yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> no, I want yeah. Ben da- David Al in a thong and a kiss me apron. Like you know, yeah, we can make that happen. For the all high you tier, do is donate. That's all the, you gotta do. I'm, I'm hired, man. The right tier, donate. Ben will do whatever. He has you want. no limitations. <laughs> he has no limitations for the high tier. Mm. Sash here, Boutier. What? Boutier. <laughs> Sash, is there a particular song or any kind of musical passage that uh, never fails to move you emotionally? Ooh, 
That's a, oh, you usually have to think about this. I mean, are you talking about what my favorite song is or just something Just really something you can me? listen. It doesn't even have to be your favorite. It's something you can listen to and it easily transcends you and puts you in a better mood. Um, I mean, I just love The Doors. They're like my favorite band. So whenever I listen to almost anything by them, that <clears> just instantly <throat> makes me feel happy. And um, my favorite song by them is Shaman's Blues. That's my favorite, but any any Doors song, if you put that on, I'll be like rocking out and and it'll put me in a good mood. So. Ben, um, I immediately thought of "Don't Let Me Down" by the Beatles. Just a fantastic, beautiful song, and it's it it's really raw, and it cuts so hard. Um, yeah, that would definitely be something uh, on the top of my list. As far as, I don't know about uplifting, but as far as like transcending songs, I also thought about um, Oingo Boingo's Mary is a really cool song that um, really I hadn't even listened to in a very long time. And I just shared it with a with a student of mine the other day. Um, and it still holds true today. It's a killer song. So fancy students. I just realized me and you are both music teachers. We're like, <laughs> yeah. we're like the teacher... The bad teachers, like, you know, bad Santa. <laughs> I just want to learn why. So I can't play an instrument to save my life. Well, we can teach you. I want to do the drums. Well, I just acquired well, a drum of- kit. No, he's in luck. <laughs> I just got a drum kit. <laughs> I can teach you the basics. I mean, I I, I'm not like the best drum, but I can definitely teach you the basics. I just want to learn something. Stuff. And I can't sing to save my life, ever. I mean, uh, I I teach all kinds of students. Amazing grace. See, that's what I got. That's <laughs> terrible. The the secret to singing is that you just have to suck at it for a really long time. And that that's was amazing. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, podcast. Just went X-rated. I love my Sexu- friends. Sexual I innuendo. Really set it up in y'all. Sorry, just, I couldn't yeah. help it. That's how it works. <laughs> So you got the uh, Indigo project you're going out to record. What else do you have? So we've got a um, bunch of cool shows coming up. Um, one I'd really like to mention is uh, next. What? When is this coming out? Actually, it'll be like the next day because this is coming out on Friday. Yeah. So Saturday the 17th, we're playing a, a show at Star Bar, which is a, it's a benefit concert for this charity called Upbeat. And it was set up in honor of... Um, my uh, drummer that passed away almost two years ago, his name was Tony Dinnerworth. Um, he just uh, died suddenly, and it's very tragic. Um, so they set up this uh, charity in, in honor of him, and it basically it, it gives money to struggling musicians. So say if they need medical expenses or, you know, like they break down in the middle of a tour and they need... To, repair their van or whatever like it will help out musicians in need so it's a really good cause and and like I say it's two years almost that he passed so it's a very special show to me mm. um, so yeah if you can come out and support that that would be awesome and uh, then you know we've got some other cool shows coming out we're playing Muddy Roots Festival which is a big deal very excited about that there's a lot of big bands on there and going back to Nick Oliveri he's, he's playing there um, he's playing with the uh, He's doing solo and he's playing with the dwarves and um, uh, John Garcia. I think he's joining John Garcia yeah, as John well. Yeah, John Garcia band is coming, which is also another <clears throat> sort of OG <clears throat> desert band. He was a uh, singer for Caius, and uh, that's where Joshua Home started and then became Queens of Stone Age. So it's a lot of really incredible people. And MC50 is um, Wayne Kramer mm-hmm. from the MC5. So um, yeah, there's a lot of like yeah. incredible real people that have been very influential to the whole map of rock and roll. Ben, this is no disrespect to you, but Sash, uh, Ben was bragging about your musical accolades uh, uh, outside. (laughs) So I got to have you back on by yourself, just me and you sitting here, and let's uh, let's geek geek out about uh, some of your musical accolades. Sorry about that, Ben. Uh, Oh, no worries at all. (laughs) Yeah, her list of things, like, I've been helping her with her press and bio and stuff, and I was like, whoa, (laughs) you did this and this? Like, (laughs) come on. Uh, You know, I'm I'm like, I've been 
fortunate, you know. I've been at it for a while, as you heard. I'm, I'm no spring chicken. I look like I am, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> Definitely <laughs> but does. But I'm not. Um, so, yeah, I've been performing and, and playing around the world for 20 years. And wow. Had a lot of cool stuff and met a lot of cool people on the way. So. I've never been outside of the country. Well, you need to. Ugh, I hear the metal scene. So I'm a huge, like, death metal fan. Like, I yeah. love metal. Like, you know, Norway. Yeah, I hear Norway's crazy. Yeah. But J- Japan has a crazy metal scene from uh, what I hear. I haven't been to, well, I stayed overnight in a hotel in Japan, which mm. was quite uh, bizarre. Rich, Richie Faulkner from Judas Priest was telling me that. Judas Priest from Birmingham? Yeah, yeah. I, interview, I interviewed Just old say. Richie. <laughs> I interviewed old Richie from that band. Oh, you did? I did. So I'm not the first Brummie you've had, I feel. The first what? Brummie. If, Brummie. if you say you're a Brummie, that means you're from Birmingham. Brummie. So he's so from I... Birmingham too, so I'm not the first Brummie now. Am I like uh, an adopted Brummie now? Or like a step <laughs> Brummie? On, yeah, step Brummie. Step Brummie. <laughs> he's a step Brummie. That's what he is. Well, I'm a step Brummie. That's more than Brummie. Yeah, yeah. It's funny when everyone does accents, they do Cockney accents for some reason. They do what? Uh, Cockney, Cockney means you're from London. So like when, when Americans, are, or you know, most people that aren't from England do an accent, they'll do a Cockney accent, which means London. From London, right? Courtney. Yeah. yeah. That's Courtney in here. Courtney. I'll, I'll, teach you all the, I'll teach you all the slang. I want the slang. I'll, I'll make you, you know, hip to the I think English I would language. do well with the females in England. I though. think you would. They love the Southern accent. They, yeah. love, they love Americans. Yeah. Why do you think I'm here? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> She's Americans single and everywhere. ready to mingle, fellas. <laughs> this is basically her dating platform right here, yes. the Scope Podcast. Sash <laughs> on the Scope Podcast. Looking for... Is this the new Tinder? Although I've never done Tinder. I was the king of online dating. I, well, I figured, I've tried it once and it... No. I figured it out. Over the yeah. past two years, I've been on over 200 dates. Really? With over 200 women. I mean, was, uh, granted, like, a lot of those were, like, one and done, like, beer dates. Like, grab a beer, grab a cup of coffee, and then be like, ah, yeah. oh, this ain't working. But, yeah, I've... But you had a good experience. Right? I had a great experience. I met a lot of really cool not. people. Um, but it's, 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 it worked very well for me when I was at bars and I ride online dating. Or if I met someone in person, I'd be like, oh, what do y'all do? Or what do you do? And she'd be like, oh, I'm an assistant at so-and-so or I'm a nurse. And they'll be like, what do you do? I'd be like, I'm a radio personality. And they'd be right. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's how I felt the first time. And you went, ah. Now you met oh, me. Jackson. Oh my gosh. Oh, Mr. Heaton. <laughs> Mr. Heaton, I prefer. Turning up the heat. Yeah, turning, turning, turning up, up the heat heaten. with Heaton. Yeah. Boy, please say my last name. Say my last name. Heaton. God, she says it so cool. <laughs> say my first name. Jackson. God, I, uh, I want to hear that all the time. Jackson. That's really strange because he's still naked and we <laughs> see all of his bodily functions. <laughs> all right, Sash, what is your most valued material possession? Oh, um, wow, what would you say, material possession? Yeah. Um, I love my, my Hagstrom, 68 Hagstrom bass. It's, uh, it's my baby. Really, no musical answers here. It's a stickler. It's a stickler I have. Okay, so it's got to be something other than music. Damn, I mean, I don't have much other than <laughs> musical stuff. Um, my leather jacket. There you go. That's a good. <laughs> I answer. had it tailor made for me. Um, like I guess maybe seventeen, eighteen years ago. Doesn't mm-hmm. quite fit me as well as it did back then. A little bit curvier these days, but, you know, I still wear it. I always say someone at some point in your life, whether it's a guy who gets a suit done or, like, you, a leather jacket, you got to get something tailor-made for yeah, you at definitely. some point. Like, there is nothing. special. Yeah, there's like, made specifically for your body. Yeah, actually, to pony back off of that, because I immediately went to musical instruments, I'm currently wearing a belt and have one more belt from the same person that I met in Jerusalem that hand-cut this belt for me on the street. Wow. In Jerusalem? Yeah. Wow. I was uh, walking through a bazaar, and this guy was um, just hand-cutting belts, and he's actually, like, even hammering the holes for the belt. You can pick your buckle, and he had done, like, all the designs on the belts himself. So I had bought one in person while I was there, um, which is brown, more or less my sort of color code. 
But uh, for rock and roll, you also need some black. So I hit him up later on and, and ordered another one from him, and he uh, shipped it to me. Um, but those are like my my two favorite belts. But the one that is obviously my favorite and the thing that I think about all the time is like that belt. And um, I also have a, a small case knife. It's a staghorn knife that my dad gave me. Oh, uh, nice. So I kind of always have that in my pocket. And I like to surround myself, like even on stage, I usually like wear things that other people have given me or that I've gotten through the experience of being in uh, uh, traveling around or in some other country or something. You're like something that. blue. <laughs> you know, something weddings. Blue. A woman has something borrowed, something blue. and Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or something. You're something borrowed. I don't know. I messed that quote up. Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I've never been married. I've never been married. What would your something blue mean? Um, just something that is uh, meaningful to you, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always. Sorry, like to I'm say an idiot. This blue. ring. My, ring? Blue, my blue eye, evil eye yeah. ring. One of my yeah. favorite phrases is always "true blue," which is from Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. They call Royal at the end. He says, you're true blue, Royal. You know, you're kind of a son of a bitch, but you're true blue. I love that. That's cool. <laughs> it's like the best I can hope for, you know? <laughs> or it's also conversational for all of us being naked right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who were you or would you be nervous to meet? Someone you've met or someone that you like would be like super nervous to meet? Hmm. Either one. Uh, ooh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm honestly nervous to meet all the people at the recording studio when we go out into the <laughs> desert, to be honest, because these are like my top tier heroes. Wow. <laughs> yes, he's, he's very so excited I'm, about I'm that. fanning out, yeah, a little bit, you know? <laughs> Hopefully not too much. Uh, I'm trying to contain it. Well, I, I don't know if I'd say nervous. I don't know who I'd be nervous <laughs> to meet, because um, I've met some of my heroes, and more excited than nervous. You can say me, Sash. It's fine. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you make me nervous. I, you know, I can't even say it. I give her all the feels. <laughs> but um, excited to meet, like, uh, you know, one of my favorite peoples that I've met that I was very excited to meet was I met Robert Plant. Oh, wow. Yeah, I met him a couple times, and he was just... But, he, but I wasn't nervous because he just made me feel, like, really at ease, you know. Mm -hmm. And I met Lemmy, and that was amazing. Um, but I'd really love to meet like, uh, like Jimmy Page. I kind of, I kind of saw the Rolling Stones like they were like hanging next to me, but I didn't meet them. But I would love to like hang with like Keith and and Mick properly. I guess gonna live out, all, outlive all of us. Or Iggy, yeah, right. I would love. Oh to meet yeah. Iggy. I kind of, I didn't cool. meet Iggy, but I kind of like walked past him and was like, hey. But I didn't get to talk to him. No, I'm so I like, stop, bro. Stop, man. <laughs> so just met all the cool people. <laughs> <laughs> he had like a, he had like his girlfriend with him and a bit of an entourage. So I really wanted to say hey to him, but I didn't want to just go I mean, up and actually, be like, uh, you know, yeah. hi. I'd so, love <laughs> to meet McCartney. If I could meet McCartney, I would totally fanboy out. Yeah, too. I think, yeah, I probably would fan out. For See, me. I don't think I would ever fanboy boy over musicians mine's more comedians like yeah. if i ever met adam sandler or will ferrell <laughs> yeah. i would just like be like they'd be like hi i'm will i'll be like hi i'm will <laughs> I'm Jack i Jackson. would love to meet will ferrell i think that would be a fantastic day actually now now you said that that just reminded me it was another musician but i met her last year um and i kind of was like a little bit as <laughs> blondie debbie harry Wow. And I, oh, wow. I love her so much. So I met her, and all I could say was, "I love you." <laughs> like, that was all I managed to say to her. So I guess I got kind of nervous. There it is. She was. She was just so cool. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, everyone loves me." You know. That's <laughs> like, oh, so much. cool that y'all have so much going on, uh, yeah. going for y'all. Like, how long y'all gonna be out there? Um, right now, just under a week. Well, I'm staying longer, but uh, the rest of the band will be out. Like. A few days. We've we've only booked a few days in, unless we raise more money, and then we might actually end up doing an album instead of an EP. Wow. Because um, we have someone that I can't reveal right now that might be working with us very lightly, um, that wants to do a full album with us. 
She just told me, but you're not going to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out exclusive access on the Skoda podcast. I don't, don't want to jinx this. I don't want to say in, you know, and then it's no, no, happen, totally. But um, yeah, it's very, very exciting. What would so. what would y'all say? How has the scene and the Atlanta rock scene here uh, grown over the past two years? Um, I don't even know if it. I'd would y'all say, say more bands are in it than when like two years ago or? Um. I'd say, you know what, I've noticed a lot more um, female musicians coming out recently. Which is great. Which is awesome because, you know, when I started out, it, it was a rarity, but now it's a, it's a bit more commonplace, which I think is, is rad. And, like, you know, I think we should all support each other and help each other and lift each other up. So I've, I've found that's really cool. There's a lot more. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. I will say uh, on your point, there's some female musicians here in Atlanta that rival, if not beat, a lot of the male musicians. I will yeah. say, I mean, some of these women can, they kill it. Yeah, there's some, like, badasses. Like, yeah. and I, you know, I've met a bunch of really cool girls recently. Anybody in particular? Um, well, I actually was working on this uh, uh, TV pilot that um, hopefully is going to come out, but it was like... What a- don't you do, Sash? <laughs> I mean, shit. Anyway, we're cast as like a female band, like, yeah. you know, uh, for the main character or one of the main characters in the show. And um, there's this, uh, just these awesome girls that I was with, you know, Asha, who's one of my dear friends. Like, she does sound at Starbar and stuff. She plays bass with the drug called Tradition. She's amazing. And then um, this girl Carly, she's from Ohio, but she came out for the show. And then uh, Sarah Wilson. You know Sarah, mm-hmm. she's amazing drummer. And then um, you know it's like Chelsea, like credible guitarist. Shag. And, yeah, Chelsea yeah. Shag and yeah, and Zale. Yeah, Zale uh, and uh, um, Carly. You know Gibson from the Pussy Willows. From Pussy Willows, Sammy, yeah, Ma- Sammy Michaelson's yeah. incredible Bo singer. Bo and Lucy. Sammy. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's just so many amazing. Sammy's my girl. I could talk about Sammy. Sammy's all day. cool as shit. I love yeah, her. Yeah, there's just so many. I could go She's on and an on. Old friend of mine. But, yeah, there's there's a lot, and well, it's awesome to see. You know. Yeah, it's very cool for you know. Rock back in its day used to be yeah. very male driven, right? Yeah. You know, like your very rarity of seeing a female fronted rock band back in the day. Back in so, the day, yeah. So now seeing like, you know, and every male musician I know in the city has nothing but the greatest things to say about the ma- female musicians, right, Ben? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I would say definitely that um, there's just a lot of incredible <laughs> female musicians that we're lucky to get to work with. No. Yeah. Yeah. And and it you know I've got to step up my game because like back in the day it was just me but now <laughs> there's a lot more so it's like you know <laughs> competition. You, 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 but but that's, that's I the, mean I I'm my own you know biggest competitor. Right. I, I I compete with myself. I'm always just trying to improve myself and be the best that I can be. You well, know? the reason I'm so involved in this scene is because it's just. One, there are so many bands always kicking ass here. One, you can go see a band any night of the week at any of the venues. Someone's gigging. Someone's going to be playing somewhere, right? Yeah. And uh, it's just so cool for me personally to be part of it and kind of be like getting to talk to everybody and promote shows. I just love everything about it because yeah. we're not in Podunk, Iowa. We're in a, you know, a big city and you know, there's a lot going on. It's, it's fun. This is a time of life that... You know, for me, I'm I'm gonna look back one day and tell my grandchildren, like, oh my gosh, it was it was just buzzing like crazy, like back in the day. Yeah. And I was sponsored by a brewery, and I used to <laughs> I used to bring bands in. We used to just drink beers and shoot the shit and yeah, talk. I love that, man. I mean, you have to make it what it is to 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 get there. And so everyone is always talking about the past scenes of music and everything else, but like it is what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. unless you're aware of it and you're willing to capture it then it's not going to happen for anyone, you know, but I, I think that it is happening right now and we just have to talk about it. And that's the point of the Scope podcast is Scoot. that you talk about it. Yeah. All right, rapid fire yeah. here. Don't think about Uh-oh. it, just answer. That's if you could trouble. blink your eyes and be in a favorite place right now, where are you going? Oh, um, Joshua Tree. Yeah, I was going to say the desert. <laughs> is, uh, is there something you would like to do more often or more of in the future? <laughs> Um, I just had a dirty thought game. <laughs> have more sex. That's <laughs> exactly what I was saying. <laughs> I want to have more sex. We all want to have more sex. I had sex yeah. three times this morning. It's oh, all good. Lucky you. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Sorry, yeah. babe. I, I, I immediately thought sleeping. <laughs> 
<laughs> Give me a real answer. Come on. Um, uh, just cooking with friends. I love hosting people at my house, and I haven't gotten to do that in forever. Never been over to your house, but you know what? That's fine. That's Tomorrow. good. I, I see I see our relationship is only in this room. <laughs> I, only when I see you at shows or invite you into my studio. Bacon, eggs, and waffle tomorrow. I'll, I'll be wearing that G-string like you dreamed of. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, hootie hoo? <laughs> Get out of here, Sash. It's about to go down. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> it was great having you on the Scope Podcast. <laughs> All right, um... Where would you find, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Or where would you like to be in 10 years? Um, touring internationally, just doing what I do, making music. Um, hopefully making a bit more money at, at well, <laughs> I want to make more money. Yeah. Just... On the moon, it's an astral desert. <laughs> That's made of cheese? That's made cheese of moon. cheese. Obviously. Made of camembert, apparently. What Paris. is camembert? Stop saying camembert because I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's brie. That's all you gotta say is brie. That's a specific type of brie. A nice camembert. brie cheese. I love. I love you a good. Need to try some if you never try some camembert. I love brie. Well, then you need to try some camembert. But this is, isn't it the same thing? Well, just come on over to my house. We'll have dinner. I'll accomplish my goal and He'll give you some uh, yeah. cheese. Little uh, some cheese, and you'll get to meet my wife, and we'll have to apologize for all the advances I've made towards you today. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, just I'm trying I'm, to hold him back. Just because I'm a guy doesn't mean that's well, not that's not right, you know. Trying to keep right. these two separated I'm is sorry. difficult. Sash, <laughs> you're a very mysterious person to me. Ooh. I don't know a ton about you. Yeah. I, I know you're a very nice person and Thank you're you. super sweet, and uh, you look really young. <laughs> and because uh, I thought you were way younger, way younger. That's good. You're 28. <laughs> I thought you were 25. So you know, um, what is something that people think? Or no, what is? Mm, let's see. How do I ask this? What do most people think about you that is absolutely not true? Um, well, people get the wrong impression if they just see me perform because I'm, as you see, as you know, because you've witnessed, mm. in person I'm very kind of mellow for the most part. Um, but on stage I can be really like in your face and swearing a lot and, you know, um, seem kind of aggressive. Mm. But th that's not who I am, like. That's your sweetheart. It's my older ego, so I kind of let out all my aggression and in you know like on stage and and just go crazy. But I'm actually like real chill. You are. Life, so. I was very surprised. <laughs> yeah. I was like when you when I first uh, hugged you earlier today, I was like, did she just wake up? Because she's like super chill right now. Or <laughs> I see you on stage and it's like ah. Yeah. Some people think that that's who I am all the time. Like I'm just this crazy woman, but. Yeah, no, and I not. think us going back to talking about, you know, people that aren't in the entertainment business don't really know what it's like. We all kind of have that alter ego. When we get in the zone, like you saying you're much more uplifted kind of thing on stage or Ben, like, you know, the way he plays guitar. Yeah. And then he's just like, you know, like he's, he's also super chill. He's yeah. super chill. Like me on the radio, like I, I'm very high energy and I, I'll talk about some certain things. It's just, it's that character you play, right? Yeah. You know? Here are the podcast, this is me. This is always me. This is me. <laughs> like, who do you hit? Well, it's all me. I mean, that is part of who I am. It's just that I'd rather let You're that out. You're a liar. I'm just kidding. I'd rather let that out, you know, creatively and musically, let out all my anger and aggression and, you know, like uh, all that kind of stuff. And, and that way that I can be like a lot more relaxed in person because uh, it's, it's a way of venting, you know? Mm. Um, I used to be like when I was a kid, where, where Sash the Bash comes from, so this is another thing people might not know, is that actually is my nickname from like a baby because I used to be like just very crazy when, when I was a kid and I used to headbutt people all the time, beat people up. <laughs> and I didn't. I was not a lie. And so they called me Sash the Bash. <laughs> Oh, that's just But now, like, I, I'm, like, the opposite. I'm the opposite of that. Like, it, it takes a lot to get me uh, I've been bashing. trying to tell her that, that we should call <laughs> our fans bashers. Bashers, The bashers. Yeah. The bashers. Yeah. I love that. That's hysterical. Yeah. So. All right. We'll, we'll do one more question. Do I want to do a question or a topic real quick? All right. Hmm. Topic. Let's do a topic. The average person gains 36 pounds in a long-term relationship. Ben, <laughs> since you've been married, have you seen yourself? 
let go a little bit or be a little more comfortable. <laughs> Did you let yourself maybe, go? Maybe pack on the tire, you know? Oh, man, you didn't tell how comfortable I was? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've definitely uh, gained, a, gained a feel. But also, it's just that I'm working all the time and yeah. I don't have uh, the time to work out. No. That's, <laughs> that's why what I, keep I a, tell myself. That's why I keep a kettlebell, one of my kettlebells uh, here at the station. I just, you know, every now and then it's like, do some shoulder presses or some squats with it. Yeah, yeah. You got to strengthen your groin, too, you know, and keep it healthy. Got to do the Kegel exercises. <laughs> keep the balls healthy. I'm just kidding. No, it's, I, think, I think that's for anybody. It's like anytime you go into a relationship, a long-term one, you're like, you know what, yeah. I'm not going to have it. I'm going to stay in shape. I'm going to be look hot for my significant other. Right. And then before you know it, you're both just ordering pizza on every Friday. You're just, you know, you're doing the Netflix and eating pizza and yeah. whatever, like chilling. You're not, not cooking. Going out as much, not you're not really. cooking chicken and spinach every night. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's yeah. a damn shame. I don't know. I mean, I I vary. It depends. Depends on my mood. You know, sometimes in, in even in relationship, I can be like super fit, but you know, and then yeah. sometimes when I'm single, I can like be like. Oh, you know, out of shape because I'm eating takeout every night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm probably healthier now just because, yeah. of, you know, yeah, I am, like, motivated to stay healthy and um, not just for the relationship, but we have, like, a lot of big things going on and other things. and um, That you got to look hot for. Yeah, well, you know, my wife inspires me to, to be healthy, and that helps, too, when you're around someone that um, is conscientious of what you're taking into your body. I don't think I've ever met your wife. You should meet her. Come on over for dinner. Why have I never met your wife, Ben? Uh, she just, yeah, she she teaches full time, and uh, when she's not teaching, she likes to chill. You just want to keep me off for yourself, don't you? Yeah, you don't he's want just to... scared you're going to swipe her, you know? <laughs> no, he's scared I'm going to swipe him. Oh, well, that too. You know? Yeah. You just, you just try to keep my love interest out. for yourself. It's a lot of fear. I know, but I can get over my fear, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like doing that. <laughs> All right. It's the tequila. It's the tequila. Uh, I'm going to the brewery. I'm going to go to the brewery. Uh, I'm going to oh. drink some beers. Sash, you're coming back on by yourself. I would love to. Yeah, screw you, Ben. You're done. <laughs> done. Last time on the Scud Podcast, you're banned forever. Oh, Dude, next man. time, I'll bring you. I'll bring you a piece of Gas Hound or something. We've never yeah. done that. That'd We've never cool. done Gas Hound. Yeah. Some someday. We'll someday. <laughs> Over the Scud Podcast. Amazing grace, how sweet. Is this not, this is not sad. I can see, I can see by her face. She's like, shut the fuck up, Twice dude. Twice as good as the first time you tried it, though. So, so she's like, shut we, the fuck can, up, Jackson. We can trade lessons. Yeah. I don't know what, 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 what you got to offer for the trade. Sexual favors. <laughs> <laughs> as oh. always, that's how Ben does it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Ben's always like, you know, like saying, Jackson, give us some sexual favors. I'll do this and that. Yeah, All my gutters it, are cleaned right now. here, now toy there. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm not going to say that. It's probably over the line. <laughs> it's probably over. I go, I, see, my problem is I think everything's a joke. Everything can yeah. be made into a joke. And then you get in trouble. Right. Yeah, I always yeah. I always find myself in trouble. Yeah. Like, Aisha's going to be mad that I talked about how we had sex three times this morning. Trouble. Oh, sorry, trouble. Aisha? Aisha. Aisha. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Aisha. You know what? You know what you were getting into when you started dating me. <laughs> All right. Ben Davidow. It's Davidow, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. said Davidow for so long. Rude. Well, I, I also I said Sasha for so long, but technically you pronounce your name <laughs> Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. Sasha? Yes, Sasha. Sasha. Which is still hard for me, even though I know it. I still screw it up all the time. <laughs> all right, Ben David Al, Sash the Bash. Yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for coming on the SCOTA podcast. This Thanks was for awesome. Us. This was, did y'all have a good time? We had a great time. I had an amazing time. But, Ben, you know what I say here. Well, you should have worn some clothes today. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I say here. Next time, Sash, you come on by yourself, you got to do okay. one thing for me. What's that? You got to wear something tight, baby. What's what? It's not tight enough? No, you got to wear something tighter, baby. Okay. Wear something tighter. Oh, damn, I don't know how much tighter I can get. That's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>